Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, welcome back, guys, to the Passion and Purpose podcast. Mm-hmm. Here with Jimmy and Jimmy, what we're going through is these guys called the Sons of Issachar. Love those guys. And you know what the Bible says about them is that they understood the times and that they knew what to do. And we wow. want to be like them. Mm-hmm. So I want to kick it to you and mm-hmm. say, frame it up for us, because we're not just doing this today. We're going to yep. do several podcasts. Yes. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and line it out yep. and take us there. Yeah, so when we talk about understanding the times, there's so many brilliant thinkers who are dissecting our culture and giving really cool insights and at times terrifying insights of where we are Mm -hmm. and uh, kind of trying to predict the future. But before we talk about some of those trends and all that, we have to realize that our uh, current situation is as old as the beginning of time. Right. Right. Everything ultimately goes back to the book of Genesis, Mm -hmm. God's original uh, design and intent for man. Mm -hmm. So God is good. He has good plans for us. He created us perfectly. His design was 100% right Right. because the God who created us is the God that created everything, not only about us, but how to live in a way that not only honors Him, but allows us to feel satisfied and fulfilled lives. I mean, I can go on and on and preach all that. But the big hindrance or the big challenge is Genesis 3. So uh, you know, and I'm looking here in the camera because I know some of this on YouTube as well. But I would just say that if you want to understand the times, mm-hmm. you've got to understand God's original intent. Mm-hmm. Until you understand what God originally intended for man, and you understand what the problem is uh, out of Genesis three, you won't be able to bring it forward into the now. Totally. Okay. Yep. So let let's just. Again, we've already talked about this. God's plans are perfect. And then the enemy comes in to steal God's intent for man. Mm-hmm. And here's what it says, Genesis 3. Now the serpent, double, everybody go boo, boo. boo. Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed has God said, mm-hmm. You shall not eat from any tree in the garden. Mm-hmm. That little phrase, four words, indeed has God said, Mm -hmm. is the plaguing question that literally dismantles hearts and lives from that moment until 2022. Mm. Has God said, and my answer is yes. Yes. (laughs) He has. Yes. Exactly. He's told us exactly how to live and exactly what to do now, Mm -hmm. not just then when it happened, not just a thousand years ago, not a hundred years ago, not just in 1950, he's told us right now Mm -hmm. how to live. And when our hearts and our minds wrap around him, his purpose and his truth, then we always have a way forward. Right. So, okay, I'm with you. I think our listeners are tracking with you. Get specific for us on some of those things that are distractions to hearing God. Yeah, so what I would say is unique about 2022 is the sheer amount of voices that Mm. are coming at us day and night. Okay, And um, so 
just a little framework. The enemy is called, uh, uh, Jesus calls the enemy the prince of the power of the air, or mm -hmm. actually Paul quotes that in Ephesians. And so what that means is he is the prince of the power of the communication lines. Mm. So there is a communication of the enemy going on over our heads and around us all the time mm. through human flesh and through demons and all that that is blocking us from hearing clearly right. the voice of the Lord. Right. So my uh, son-in-law works for Homeland Security. Before that, he was in the Air Force, and communications was a part of his job. Okay. And so uh, though I can't tell you everything that he did, mm -hmm. part of his deal was intercepting communications from others and communicating through the fuzzy channels to get the truth out. So wow. it was just a day, a daily deal of working that uh, cyber world right. of making sure that what was the truth that we needed to protect our country, mm -hmm. what was the lie coming from somewhere else, and how to make sure that we got through those lines rightly. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so so then all of us are in a war mm -hmm. for our own hearts, mm -hmm. for our families, for our friends, for our neighborhoods, for the nation, the nations. So these communication things are huge. So, right. so what's the big deal right now? Okay, we have social media on steroids, and so the voices literally that used to be, oh, my pastor has a voice, friend at work at the water cooler has a voice. My neighbors gossip a little bit. Mm -hmm. I read the newspaper, which doesn't attach to the whole world because it's my local newspaper. Right. You had for years and years just, okay, you had to wrestle through what's truth, what's not. But it was just a handful. Just a handful of voices. So today, if I were to go on social media, all the people I follow, if I was to uh, kind of go down a rabbit trail politically, or what about education, or what about raising kids, or what about religion, or what about business, man, I would, I would be inundated, yep. not just with a few friends with some thoughts, now thousands of voices. And because they work at being high-powered marketers, mm -hmm. and they work on hooks to pull you in, using both fear and false hope, mm. then you get ripped apart emotionally, wow. not even knowing it. Wow. And then the voice of God becomes faint wow. to absolutely closed at times. Wow. And the most persuasive wins. And we think we're smart by getting in all those voices, mm -hmm. actually nothing could be dumber mm. because you're clouding out the voice of God. Right. So um, let me let me try to land this. And again, the great thing about podcasts, you guys, we just kind of ramble and we'll cut it <laughs> off after 20, 25 minutes. But I really want you to uh, follow me uh, on this thought. The reason I have a devotional life now mm -hmm. is not the same reason that I had it when I began. Okay. Okay, so when I began, um, man, I wanted to know God, and somebody said, "Do you read your Bible to know God?" And I, and, You're like, and, Great. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's <laughs> read the Bible, or, or, or I want to learn how to pray because I want to help people, and those are still very high motivations, and ultimately for me, again, my love for God is the highest motivator. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I realize that if I don't realign my heart and my brain and my attention and my affections around God, His Word, and His voice, I will be swept out mm -hmm. to see right. and eventually deceived and hurt my heart, my family, my friends, and the people I influence. Right. Like, if I don't center up and lock her down mm -hmm. and renew my mind, I will be conformed to the world, mm -hmm. just swept away. Mm -hmm. Because if I 
Again, if I, even if I turn on the radio or I just look at my news feed or I look at the, I will be swept away. Mm-hmm. So my, my admonition, actually my plea to all of us is we're understanding the times and knowing what to do. You have to understand that the enemy is at work in the world aggressively mm-hmm. coming after you right. and it wouldn't be clothed in horns and a you know a red cape and uh, but it is all the voices mm-hmm. so I got to get the voice right mm-hmm. then I got to get an abiding posture with God so I can rightly discern the voices and then when I have a question mark I need to have the word of God on my little app and I say what does God say about right. adultery what does God say about sexuality what does God say about fear what does mm-hmm. God say about anger versus go with the pundits of the day, mm-hmm. religious or not religious, mm-hmm. and get swept out into some sidebar deal that takes right. my soul. Right. So if that is the most harmful, one yeah. of the things I hear in our day is it's all about love, and which yeah. is a very arbitrary word. Yes. Uh-huh. So what I, I think the extension is, yeah. the most loving thing that I could do today, and tell me if this is yeah, correct, go, if yeah. I'm understanding you, yeah. is seek God, Yeah. is be conformed more into his image than to be conformed, transformed into his image rather than be conformed to the world. Into, into yeah. the world. Is Romans, that fair? 12, Romans 12, 1 and 2. <laughs> okay. There's some Bible verses around okay. that. Okay. So that's encouraging. Um, and and let, me, let me just kind of uh, build off that to say um, that the, the, the love of God is so clean mm-hmm. and so right and so pure that the world is literally aching for it, mm. yearning for it. Mm. And one of my prayers in this time, in this hour of history, is God, capture my heart, mm-hmm. help me to love you in a way that is so extravagant mm. and so extreme and so clean mm. and so right that your greatest of detractors will at least have a choice. Mm. They'll see you. Right through me and have a choice whether to accept or reject you or me. But God, I need to be consumed by the purity of your Mm -hmm. love. And to understand the love of God, you've got to know God himself because it's not like the love that man portrays. It's not just empathy. It's not just tolerance. Mm -hmm. It's not just... Um, you know, um, what latitude and liberty for everybody. It is a narrow path, mm-hmm. but the broad other side of it is a pure love that will sacrifice, lay Amen. down your life for, care for, mm-hmm. um, literally take a bullet for mm-hmm. someone else right. in the name of God's great love for us. Um, yeah. Which is, so let me pivot it a little bit, that self-giving love that has mm-hmm. always been true of who God is. Mm-hmm. And it's what he it is his original intent for yeah. us to interact with one another in that way. We were talking about right before this right. that one of the things we're recognizing in our day is our heroes. When you were growing up, yeah. were those that did that very? They were self-sacrificial. Yes. And now our heroes, t- heroes tend to be mm-hmm. the opposite of that. Say a little bit more about that. Yeah, that. yeah. You know, um, uh, so. Again, you'll still have heroes like I, I shared the other day, you know, the, the Maverick stories right. where he <laughs> is laying his life down for everybody and gets the second chance uh-huh. and all the beautiful parts of the story that we love. But what's so interesting, that was the number one grossing movie uh, mm. of the year, right? right? Uh, of years. Um, but what happens then when we walk out of the movie, the heroes really are the wealthy, 
the guy that works out all the time, uh, the guy that has the clothes, the car, the money, the house, whatever he wants, the entrepreneur that can do whatever he wants when he wants. Um, and um, it's the selfish that become our uh, pursuit mm. instead of the sacrificer, mm. where uh, there was still a little bit left in our day where the people that we admired most in the community were those who sacrificed the most for others. Mm. Uh, the man who would take care of his handicapped wife and work a 12-hour job to mm. care for his kids and get them through. And that was the hero. That was the person that we wanted to be like, wow. not just the guy with all the money and the power and the options. Mm. And, um, and, and so we've lost that sense of what the goal is. Wow. You know, the goal is to be more like Jesus and more sacrificial mm. so that the goodness of God and the sweetness of his intention for not only our own lives, but for relationships could be rich mm. and um, satisfying right. and then eternally um, uh, rewarded. Right. Um, so, you know, I, 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 maybe I just want to pause here and say we, we're, again, back to understanding the times and knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're going to talk again about specific, uh, other specific issues, but until we get the goal down mm-hmm. of what to do, like where are we going with mm-hmm. this, um, I think that we could talk about a lot of cool thoughts and interesting observations and probably do very little with it. So um, I, I, my, my, uh, I've been in, uh, let me just kind of back up here a little bit and say, um, when I was um, uh, in my early 20s, I was asked to lead a course for high school homeschoolers. Um, and it was um, a book called Understanding the Times. Really? Uh, and it was a big book on apologetics, going, going from uh, the Great Awakenings to the Enlightenment mm. to the Industrial Revolution and how the social gospel has shaped our lives. And it was a big book on apologetics. And so for those listening, I just would say, you know, absolutely understanding the times. And we will bring up some of those deeper historical and sociological issues that have shaped uh, who we are today. But I did that for three years and kind of understood the times Mm. and or how we got to where we are. Mm. But I came to the end of it and I thought, so, all right, what is the answer Mm. with all this information that I now have about how the Western world got here and how we ended up in this way? And I said, people are still looking for Jesus to be authentic Mm. and real Mm. and made manifest in somebody. Mm And when he is, the knowledge of, of uh, all the knowledge begins to make sense and is working towards a goal, a goal that the glory of God might be seen, a goal that the goodness of God might be seen. Now it makes sense to how do we take on uh, political issues that are shaping society? How do we take on business and healthcare and education? All that made sense when Jesus became central. Mm. But until he becomes central mm-hmm. and the the desire for conformity becomes towards him mm-hmm. and then it becomes for the benefit of others, we can't get into the design and the decision-making that's needed to appropriately deal with the issues of the day. Half-truths are killing us. Mm. 
we got good business guys doing good stuff and giving away money, but missing the conformity to Jesus piece so you mm. get tripped up in the end, mm. right? Or good intentions to go into politics to serve, but then you play the game because you kind of have to to be the deal because your job becomes more important than Jesus, wow. right? But when Jesus becomes more important, you can make the tough call on the job that is so other that who knows, God may actually cover your back and you get away with it and forge a way forward wow. for people that is so needful wow. right now. Wow. A dear friend of mine was in Congress for eight years, the U.S. Congress, and you would know his name, very well-known guy, and did a lot of really good stuff and would debate the toughest issues of our day. Mm. And I remember meeting with him in the Capitol and during one of these seasons and um, ask him, hey man, uh, how do you do it? How do you stand up literally to the whole world, all the world press and just try to speak truth? Mm -hmm. And he said, he said, well, first of all, you gotta know God's done an incredible work in my life. I didn't call myself to this. God called me to do it. Right. He was a federal prosecutor before. And, um, and he said, and secondly, I don't need a job. Mm. He said, I don't need the job. I don't need a job. So if you don't need them, then you can speak to them. Wow. And if you know God's called you, then you're emboldened with courage and faith to do it. Wow. How about that? Don't be beholden. Don't be beholden. Again, love all men. Mm -hmm. Serve all men. Mm -hmm. Even let them abuse you at times mm. uh, if that's what they need to do. But don't be beholden to them because they didn't call you and they didn't gift you and they're not wow. who you're accountable to in the wow. end. Wow. So... Um, yeah, so maybe maybe that's a maybe just a little turning point. We started off with our again this this series of several podcasts, understanding the times and knowing what to do. And so maybe my 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 to do today would be read Genesis one through three every day this month, or if you're mm -hmm. tracking with these podcasts, make that a part of your first reading. Mm -hmm. Put first place first part of the Bible, make that your daily reading and meditation. And even if you can just read chapter one each day and then chapter two and chapter three, I did this on and off for about a five year period of time where I would start my day mm -hmm. reading Genesis one to know who God is as a part of my readings and other things sure. I would do. And I did this for about a five years period of time because I just kept saying, God, I have to know the original to understand how to deal with what is wrong. Wow. Give me the original, help me, mm -hmm. renew me. Mm -hmm. So these have become so a part of my life that whenever we go back to them, it's like coming home. Mm -hmm. And whenever I get a little cloudy out there in this crazy world, I just go back home. Right. Reclarify center, reclarify truth, right. and then say, "All right, what's going on here is people aren't doing what God said, mm -hmm. because we're saying, has God really said? We're all pontificating about all the issues of the day as if we're going to come up in and of ourselves right. with the wisdom uh, that God has already given us right. through His Word." Right in whatever the issue of the day is. Amen. And I'm leaving you hanging on what those issues are because we're going to talk <laughs> about uh, different ones of them. What other to-dos would you think, Jordan, come out today? Um, you know, I think as we just have a couple minutes left here, just hitting on some of the, the high points that we yeah. talked through that are, because what you said at the beginning, which is so true, is that if, if there's an enemy that is aggressive, right. that's trying to cloud yep. the communication lines, did right. God really say, then what are some of those? Yep. You know, not, not a deep dive, but just, right. so what, what would you say to that? 
Yeah, well, again, we can just rip through them real quick, yep. just as, as you're trying to be undistracted this week. You're starting with Genesis 1 through 3, so right. you're getting your head clear. Right. And then you're you're monitoring what is media's influence in my life, and let's dial it down. What is social media's influence in my life, and let's dial it down or make sure that it's wholesome social media. Mm. Uh, where is where is education indoctrinating me from the world's perspective yep. versus God's perspective? Right. So indoctrination through education. Where does money have me? Is more really better? Hmm. I'll just leave that one hanging because I have a three-hour <laughs> podcast on that. All right. Political pundits. Which political pundits are influencing me, and are they Christ-centered, mm. God-centered? Am I getting the right information mm-hmm. to pray through and deal with the issues of the day? What about just news in general? How much time has the news feed and news cycle got me? And my big deal on that one is just the amount of things that it deals with from who murdered who and and rape and pillage and war and financial challenge and fears and crisis. The human soul is not made for that much. Sure. So kind of dial that down, mm-hmm. all right? And as we already talked about, though we can mention many other things, just what's your goal, man? The mm-hmm. distraction is because we're longing and yearning for something other than Jesus right. and just being wholly His. Right. If you're trying to be a God through your own exercise, then take it down. If right. you're trying to get enough money where you can do whatever you want, if you really had the money to do whatever you want, you probably wouldn't do good. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Am I trying to, you know what I'm saying? Am sure. I trying to get the bigger this, the bigger that, to be more comfortable? Mm-hmm. You're only as comfortable as you are with God and the people that you love next mm. to you. Mm. That's where satisfaction and comfort come from in the Holy Spirit. Mm. And, and until we realize that, we're gonna keep being distracted. Mm-hmm. All right, we had a little ADD run there. Hope y'all hung with us. Hey, we love you guys and understanding the times and knowing what to do. We know what to do from Genesis chapters one through three. We know what the problem is from Genesis chapter three. You get on board with us on that, then all of our other ramblings may make sense or be helpful. And we'll see you next week as we keep addressing understanding times and knowing what to do. Very good. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.